0: boom back in the building secondary perspective hey you sit i got a dog in blue and he is a handful bro he is a handful what's up man i see the palm trees man what's going on hey man we outside the bubble oh outside no, the scared. bubble you he, he gonna get some <laughs> exclusive interviews <laughs>
1: yeah i'm hoping ad walk by no, nah, no man no. we uh we brought the kids to to disney for uh for fall break so it should be. Should be an interesting week and then another long road trip to Baltimore right after uh, to do some workers' comp stuff. So, okay, uh, it's gonna be a lot of driving on the road. So, finally getting out the house a little bit. Yeah, but it's a little weird being here. I know y'all hear a lot of the stuff in the background, so excuse me, listeners, but uh, the whole entire household was asleep upstairs. So, I'd rather <laughs> y'all hear this and me wake them up and then me have a problem with the wife and everybody else. So, uh, smart man, Yep, man, smart yep, man. It's a little weird though. This time around in disney everybody with the mask on and all that so uh, i don't know how much we're gonna enjoy it yeah but we're gonna see yeah see what happens
0: <laughs> we'll see. so y'all leaving y'all are leaving orlando and then driving to baltimore directly to baltimore yeah.
1: so so we're gonna leave orlando on sunday and then uh when we get to atlanta i'm gonna go to my uncle my uncle's gonna drive to to baltimore with me so i'm gonna go uh to my uncle's house in atlanta uh for that night and then we'll wake up that morning and head to baltimore that monday morning so i'm gonna make sure i come by check out the new crib yeah the man basement. come me. i want to see hunter
0: yeah i want to see
1: uh <laughs> taylor Ari. Yeah. right
0: taylor 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 that's taylor. her
1: yeah, I want to see all that. So uh, I plan on stopping by definitely Sunday because we'll head out early Sunday. So uh, we'll probably get to Atlanta 12ish, 1ish. So we'll have all day to watch games and everything.
0: Okay, that's a bet, man. Looks I'm looking forward to it, man, and, and having y'all at the crib and just you know just checking it out, dog. It's gonna be a good sure. time. Y'all be safe, man, while we travel, man. But uh, let's, let know. Me, let's catch up on a, on, a, on a little bit of sports, dog. Uh, a little last week, SEC ball. I know you guys are looking forward to a new week. I mean, obviously after last week's fumble you know so what's up with the tide man i'm sorry what's up with my tigers uh (laughs) man you know what that
1: was (laughs) man listen the auburn game was probably like i wasn't mad it was more so of a disappointing type thing and um You know, I thought the guys was going to come out and play a lot better than what they did. Obviously, Georgia was ready for this game. They were physical. They were dominant on every every phase. They were confident. Mm -hmm. Um, You could tell Georgia was ready for this. I don't know what Kirby told them. I know him and Gus had a couple words over the past few years, so I don't know what, what he actually told them in their locker room. But they came out and played with a fire. And uh, but Auburn, but us, man, we uh we looked like us, like we were a step slow, like we wasn't strong enough, mm-hmm. uh, like the game plan might have been too much, and guys were thinking a little too much. Uh, I I really don't know what it is, but it was really disappointing as a fan, just because I thought that we would have played a lot better, and then offensively we've been we've been looking for this growth the past. Two years, three years, just growth on offense, growth on offense. And everybody thought it was going to be this year. And like mm-hmm. after what we saw against Kentucky, uh Bo looking like he's maturing and, and growing up. And then all of a sudden we play a high caliber defense in a rival game and we didn't even score a touchdown. Uh, so it was really, it was really disappointing, man. And uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping we can bounce back from this and go on a little run. But looking forward to the rest of our season. Uh, man it's going to be tough i mean you talking about <laughs> Tennessee on the, on the schedule Alabama's still on the schedule lsu still on the schedule mississippi state uh, i mean we're going to have a lot of tough games i mean we got arkansas this week and that's that's no pushover arkansas is going to come out ready to play yeah they I mean,
0: yeah they're going to come out with an extra fire and en- fiery energy about them man after you know beat mississippi state who upset yeah, the champs so and we, and we
1: thought that mississippi state was going to kill Arkansas, and all of a sudden, that. Arkansas come out there and, and, and win the game, so I'm worried about this, and then you got the hurricane coming, so it's going to be like a, a wet game, one of those nasty-type games, yeah. and I don't know if we built for that because we can't run the ball. Man, mm. I'm just... As an Auburn fan right now,
0: I'm a little nervous.
1: I'm just, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not nervous. I'm just disappointed. Man. I got I'm you. just so got
0: disappointed, you. man.
1: But let's go on by Alabama, you. man. Alabama seemed like they did what they do. They just went out there and took care of business.
0: They did, man. They did. Uh, you know, I expected a better game in this Auburn Georgia game, too, man. So, you know, I'm a little confused at how it all went down as well, man. I thought, you know, Auburn would you know be like they've always been here the past couple of years they're always competitive always kind of yep. in it always physical um but it, like you said it may have been a loss of you know those couple guys up front those linebackers that they lost you know in this last draft um just being able to, to to bounce back and have that energy defensively us as a team last year we we, we learned from that you know not having Dylan Boses and, and to transfer over to our game man I felt like uh Alabama-Texas and coming in, you know, thinking Jimbo may have a shot, may be able to dial some things up. And early on, man, he, he he kept it competitive. You know, right here, this is a scheme play. He understands what we're doing. He found the hole, and he were doing some really good things like that early in the game. Um, but we took an early 14-point lead. You know, they tied it back up. And I think, you know, this is the first little bit of adversity you know, that our team was able to kind of grow through, to to see a team respond like, hey, y'all went up 14 nothing. we're not really scared of you guys, we're going to tie it back up 14-14, and then, you know, we put the foot back on the gas again, man, and and really, you know, finished that first half out really well, and I think the second half of the game uh, was better than last week's, so, you know, I can say that we got better this week, but, you know, I think we still have some growth to happen um in order to be able to truly compete for what we want to compete for at the end of the year but we got a, we got a long schedule ahead of us man we got a lot of football left so uh it was fun to watch man mac jones uh was uh, absolutely unbelievable bro uh yeah he, he was uh, the numbers that he put up you know in that game uh 20 for 27 435 yards and four touchdowns i mean that's That's pretty sharp, man, for a guy that everybody was wondering about. And I think, you know, with these type of weapons and his decision making, you know, you just choose the one on one matchup. And you got guys like John Mechie, who was, you know, was a freshman last year. Nobody really knows who he is until he blows up, you know, with a one hundred and eighty yard game. So. Uh, we got Look, weapons all over the field, man. Was I know that number eight, number eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, baby Julio from Canada. Goodness gracious! From He's Canada, from Canada, baby Drake. Yeah, we went and got him from Canada, bro. We recruit everywhere, y'all don't. NCAA, <laughs> that should be illegal.
1: <laughs> Shouldn't go outside the country to get players. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Look at that! Look at him running! That's, that's ridiculous. But uh, but yeah, me watching the game, man. Uh, it was a fun game to watch, like you said. Texas A&M um, faced adversity early, fought back. Uh, made Alabama have to you know keep their foot on the gas but you know when you just got players all over the field that you can throw to I mean you're talking about losing Judy you lost Henry Ruggs two first rounders and then you're still throwing for four over 400 yards uh, the very next season and you lose Tua and all those boys but um I think Mac. I think Mac Jones is after this coming week. Yeah, I think people will start talking to, about him and the Heisman talks. I think mm. uh, after the last three games last year, yeah, him finishing the season and the way that he's starting now. Yeah, I mean you got to put him in that conversation with the rest of the you know best quarterbacks in college football. So I think so uh, as I well. Th- yeah, I think Mac's gonna have a good year.
0: I think there's going to be three guys on that team right now that, that has an opportunity to to get in that Heisman run. We don't know how it's going to play out depending on how many touches they, got, they get the rest of the year. And one of them is this guy, number 17, yeah. Jalen Waddle. If he gets enough touches, you're going to put his name on that list because every time he touches it, it's a big play. Um, is he a junior? He is a true junior. Yeah, he's gone. He's Dang. going to the NFL. He he came in. I mean, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's. I, gonna, I was thinking sophomore. Yeah. I was about to say, gee. Yeah, yeah. He he probably would definitely leave if I had to guess. Man, you know, he can do it all. He's gonna be a returner, receiver, you know, uh, even ke- even get some running plays in the NFL. Man, him, Najee Harris, and, and Mac Jones are truly gonna carry this offense. And then they got the rest of the weapons across the board. We ain't even talk about Devontae Smith, Smitty who chose to come back after a huge season last year. Um, he's getting double covered in, in every other type of coverage that you can think of to keep his game down. But, you know, when you do that, you're leaving an opportunity for the rest of the guys to make big plays like that, man.
1: Man, one of the, um, one of the guys that I saw stand out for you guys, a young guy, is uh, Malachi Moore. Man. Uh, you know, a true freshman comes in from Hewitt Trustful. Uh, you know, and gets a starting spot on an Alabama defense that's you know star studded. Yeah, know, you don't see too many just true freshmen that can come in, especially in the DB, uh, in the DB area that can come in and play right away. I want to say Minka probably did it.
0: Yep. was uh, the last few others. Freshman.
1: A few others for sure have done it, but to learn that system, I mean, you played in that system. I played in that system. To learn that system and be able to play in it at a high level as a true freshman, I think Malachi got a pick a couple PBUs, but he looked real comfortable out mm-hmm. there. And uh, just to get getting to know him over the past year, you know, seeing him play at Hewitt Trustful and seeing him at a couple games as far as on the recruiting trail or whatnot, it's kind of fun to see because he, do, he don't he do even look like he played high school, but it looked like this is like his second year at
0: Bama. Nah, totally, totally looks like it, man. He's, he's really comfortable um, and he grew, you know, a ton from week one to week two. You know, obviously when you go out that first week, it moves a little bit faster, you know, with the adjustments and the checks. So there were some small things, you know, early in week one. But he was very competitive, uh, showing that he had all the skill set to get the job done. I um, in this week, man, he really took another leap. You didn't see, um, you know, any time that it looked like the secondary was was out of out of position. Um, it looks like he was making his adjustments with the motions. And I want you to talk about that a little bit, uh, Gerard, mm-hmm. because it isn't like he came in and played, you know, safety or corner which both are hard positions, you know, to play safety is a freshman, to play is a, is, as a true freshman and play corner as a true freshman, both are really hard positions. But to play nickel, you know, talk about that, that that position, which is the slot cover guy that comes in. You know, there's so many different avenues. You got to blitz, you know, you got to mm-hmm. cover, you got to be able to read the run and, and play run. So there's so many different factors to that. Talk to that and how difficult that nickel position is. And like you said, a true freshman playing it at a high level, man. I, I love it. Malachi Moore yeah. doing well.
1: Yeah, man, I played, uh, played nickel in the, in that same system, uh, played corner, and then I, I would move into the nickel whenever we went sub packages. But uh, playing a nickel position, I mean, it takes one of your best players to do that. Um, I mean, it's so much that you have to learn. You have to know the checks like the linebackers. You have to read keys like linebackers as far as in the run game. You're accounted for in the run game. So you have to literally think like a linebacker when you're lined up and, uh, for the run game. And then you have to switch your thought. And think like a DB uh, because you're covering probably one of the best players on the field. Right. Normally a <laughs> lot of teams will try to put an athletic guy, their fast guy, one of their best players in the slot just to get get him open or get him some favorable matchups, hopefully with linebackers. But when you're a nickel in there, like I said, you're playing against one of the one of the best players and it can it can become complex especially when you have to read all those things and sometimes those things happen a million miles an hour mm-hmm. um you know when you're lined up and you know the the guard is pulling the tackle is doing this but the wide receivers do, like it's just so many different factors that's going on to where you know that you have to read your keys and the way that you're being taught in your position rooms and in, in on the practice field and that's the only thing that you can count on when playing that nickel and then you have to have a little bit of savviness about yeah. you you have to you know disguise a little bit you have to do so many other factors because like I said you're included in the run game but you're the main factor in the pass game as well so you know kudos to Malachi to being able to handle that I mean that's a lot of guys that you know play on the outside and, and hell of a players at corner hell of a players at safety but just can't play that nickel position because it's just you're in you're in no man's land almost. You're so used to being on that island on the outside that when you get in that nickel position, it feels like he can go left or right and yeah. has all <laughs> the field in the world to do it. Uh, so so for to see Malachi comfortable uh, making some plays and out there, you know, flying around like he did at Trussell, man, it's kind of cool to see. And I know I hate Alabama, but uh, I'm a I'm a player guy, so it's kind of cool to see uh, some of these guys develop because you got to think in two years, three years. You know, you're talking about the NFL, NFL. that next totally. level, and it all starts when you when you get there now. So
0: yeah, big shout out to Malachi, um, having a great year so far. Uh, big shout out to All in One Training, Justin Woodall. If I'm not mistaken, mm, yep. Malachi trained with Justin. Uh, you know, leading into his, his season here at Alabama, man, and, and Woodall playing here, obviously uh, had a little bit of touch to help him. You know. Ascend mm-hmm. as fast as he did, man. So shout out to you, Woodall, man.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. And Justin played in the system. Yeah, so, play here. So yeah. yeah, yeah so I think yeah, I think, definitely
0: think that has something to do with, you know, his knowledge and being able to transition as fast as, as he has, man. So it shows he's a smart kid, so he he, yeah, he, sure. he may be a brain surgeon to come in here and play nickel first year, for real. <laughs> like, legit, man. No question. No question. <laughs> around the rest of the SEC, I'm just going to let this highlight right here play, but just around the rest of the SEC, man. man uh, this game
1: I thought was going to be better. Yeah. I thought this game was going to be better, and I, I, I think it just shows you that Florida is going to be a pretty damn good team this year. They ready, uh, man. Whoever they play, you better come ready to play because – Trask looks like a fifth-year senior out there dissecting defenses. He, he looks so calm in a pocket. It don't matter if somebody in his face, if he sees pressure. Uh, but South Carolina is struggling, man. I thought they will be a lot better than what they're showing, uh, especially defensively. Oh, man, uh, I was about to say that. They've always struggled offensively. But I thought defensively <laughs> they'll be a lot better. And, you know, like I said, I'm a DB guy. They got J.C. Horn over there, and he's still not getting any action, not getting any work. Uh, so I think those guys got to figure out a way to move him around on the defense just to get some splash plays I mean, mm-hmm. you need turnovers you need those things done and sometimes you got to just put your best players the In field. the best position yeah, right. to where they can just go and make a play So if he got to go play nickel, let him play nickel if he got to line up as safety in certain packages Let him line up as safety, but uh, I think they got to find a way to put their best athletes Either with the ball in their hand on offense or defensively put them where you know that those guys are going to be around that ball.
0: Yeah. So you say saying kind of using kind of how we did. uh, We did Tyron in Arizona a little bit. You know, yeah, find a yeah. way, you know, to put him in the best positions, whether it's blitzing on this play. You know, we got a major tight end coverage issue here. Let, let's let him play backside because they put him at one like he's a corner and Tyron can do that. So, you know, J.C., you know, like you said, maybe, you know, much and Those guys have to find a way to, you know, get him on the field um, and get him opportunities. Because, I mean, when I watched the game, uh, and it was a few highlights that I saw, especially that big run at the end of the game. You know, by Tony when he ran through, you know, five or six South Carolina defenders kind of just split them like he was running lost my mind. Yeah, man. What? Like he was just running through the bag, uh, the gauntlet as a (laughs) running back. Like they were trying to strip the the ball from him. (laughs) I saw that clip, bro. And I was just like, as a defensive minded coach and player, I that trust me he broke he broke
1: a board he when they watched film that next day he broke much broke something in that in that meeting room
0: (laughs) no question
1: about i don't know if it was the the projector screen uh if he had a clipboard in his hand or something he broke something in that meeting room that very next day after that play for sure
0: because you know your dc and your defense is is a reflection of the defensive coordinator you know their energy their attitude their way to their attitude to finish you know all of that, and so when you watch that, you're like, man, that doesn't look good. And you know, hopefully they can respond, man. They've they've had, you know, Tennessee, which looks like they're gonna be, you know, a good team this year, mm-hmm. physical football team. Um, and they've played Kentucky. I'm not Kentucky. I'm sorry, Florida. You know, with the cow train, Cal Pitts and Cal Trask are, are killing people so far these first two weeks. So hey,
1: we got to put him in that conversation, to Hosman soon too, right? Pitts, Trask.
0: trash, trash. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. You know, last week he twenty-one of twenty nine, two hundred and sixty-eight yards and four touchdowns. You know, <laughs> top three team in the country. Um, right. they're gonna compete against Georgia late in the season, you know, even though Georgia has a, a bigger matchup this week. We'll talk about that here shortly. Um, but I, I think you you he he's he's building his way up um to get into that mix. I think Mac right now, just because Bama's Bama, um and we're running the way we are, he's gonna get opportunity to be mentioned a little bit earlier before Trask, but I definitely think he's playing well enough to get his name mentioned with the best quarterbacks in the country. And, you know, maybe the South Carolina team can bounce back, you know, here this week coming up and, and you know, down the road, man, because they've had two really, tough. really yeah. tough ones. They got Vanderbilt this week. This is a chance for them to kind of, you know, wipe the, the the dirt off their face, clean themselves up a little bit, and, and get a big-time win and get themselves back on track for the rest of this season. I agree. Yeah, I agree. But big games this week, man, um, SEC-wise. We'll let this one keep running because uh, I don't have another game to show for it. But the Tennessee uh, Volunteers versus Georgia, man, that's, that's a big SEC game this week, bro. Uh, I, think, I, think, I think that's the biggest one. All the rest of them, I think, you know, the team that we think is going to win should win those games. Right. But right. Uh, that one is one that I'm that I'm excited to kind of see. Georgia was really physical versus Auburn and ran the ball well. Uh, Tennessee was physical these past couple weeks, you know, and both of these coaches run the same defenses. They know each other very well. They had a little beef on Twitter about, you know, who a plays recruit, the better, right? who, who plays the better golf. I think uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, I
1: thought I read, I thought I read something to where uh, Georgia like had a starting offensive tackle or yeah. guard. I know it's offensive lineman, but something happened and he transferred to Tennessee, and the NCAA gave him. Uh, they granted him to play right away. Oh wow! Uh, this past offseason, I knew it was something going on with that, with them back and forth too, from mm-hmm. what I heard and from what I've read. Anyway.
0: Wow! Man, Kirby got to keep you guys, man. Keep them happy, man. Can't keep them happy. <laughs> like, we gotta go K- find somewhere to play, bro. Yeah, like <laughs> Kirby. And
1: Kirby got n- other
0: five stars right behind. He needs them scholarships.
1: No. Yeah, go ahead and transfer.
0: No doubt, no <laughs> doubt. Now they run but behind I mean, him this I week, I do think this
1: this game is gonna be. Exciting, man! Uh, This is this is the game. If Tennessee's for real, this is the week they're gonna have to show it. If they want to, you know, become the old Tennessee and get back on that national stage, uh, you're gonna have to beat a team that's on a national stage, and it has to be this week. Or people and that fan base is gonna think the same thing. It's the same old Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Um, But Tennessee has looked good these first two weeks. Uh, Defensive look good. They play with a it's a different attitude. Like when I see Tennessee now, it seemed like. They got a level of confidence mm-hmm. uh, that we haven't seen. And maybe it was off of last year with them winning a couple games, uh, winning a couple big games late in the year and how mm-hmm. they finished. Had them uh, Pruitt had them boys playing well. Uh, so I think this week for sure is, is like must – I don't want to say must win, but kind of must win if you want to put your team back on that stage. On
0: that national. And,
1: uh, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I, I literally think it's going to be one of those physical games Uh, that we haven't seen from Tennessee and Georgia in a decade almost and I think we'll get that old SEC East uh, like war again like it used to be back in the day
0: yeah yeah I can I totally agree man I think it's gonna be a bloodbath I think it's gonna be a physical football game Um, and and I kind of agree with you like you know for Tennessee to get back on the national recognition type scale Um, For everybody to believe the hype, to believe the buzz as they walk around the rest of this year, you know, this is a game that they must win, you know, in order to get that respect because Georgia has that respect. Um, People understand what Kirby's done over there. And this is Pruitt's third year. You know, they normally say in that third, fourth year, it's time to take that leap. Um, and, And I think that he's ready to do that. Um, I'm not going to go with the Tennessee volunteers on this one. I, I think that the Georgia Bulldogs are going to win this game. Um, but I definitely think it's going to be a close one. It's going to be a dog fight. Um, but Where are they, you know, they playing at? They're playing, I will tell you, right now, week six.
1: Because Georgia, man, they talking about it's supposed oh, yeah, to home. be limited capacity. It seemed like they had a sold out stadium.
0: Dang, man! Dang, the Feds, the Feds, the Feds. Yeah, NCAA, y'all go check that out. It definitely looked like a full stadium, bro. Unless they cut out some cardboard. Like, during a timeout
1: one time, I was like, how is that many people right there?
0: Yeah, that was that was definitely wrong. It, it, when I saw it as well, it was packed out uh, way more than the, the 20,000 or the 20% that they were supposed to have there for sure. How, how was the atmosphere in Tuscaloosa? It was good, man. It was really good. good. Uh, you know, even though the fans aren't there, you still can feel the energy, the energy. of yeah. football and the game because – you know, we got that nice stadium, you know, we got music is everything, bro. Music is everything. And they playing this, this 2020 rap, you know what I'm saying? That little baby, you know what I'm saying? The baby, you know, we getting all the babies, <laughs> all, the babies. all the babies, bro. So you, you bouncing out in there. You good. <laughs>
1: That's what's up. That's what's you up. You
0: good, man. Around, around and around, man. So Tennessee, Georgia, we'll see what happens, man. Good luck to both of those teams, man
1: know uh, with the hurricane uh, supposed to be coming this weekend I mean that might play a factor in some teams I know uh, they say Arkansas Auburn is supposed to be a wet one like a, a wet wet same one, so.
0: same with Mississippi Ole Miss and, uh, and Alabama is supposed to be soaked I had uh, a couple of my partners Chris Stewart from the radio broadcast uh, text me and said hey man I hope you got your rain boots and your rain jacket ready because you, <laughs> you you may drown on the sideline uh, Saturday night I didn't even look uh, at the weather. I went and looked at it, and I was like, damn. Yeah, it's coming.
1: <laughs> I yeah, wish I was in the coming. booth.
0: <laughs> Can I sit in the booth? The booth. Man, <laughs> let's go to a little bit of NFL, man. Was there uh, anything surprising last week? Any big games that kind of just man, let's wowed put, you? Let's, let's
1: pause okay, and talk okay. about the COVID NFL right now. Oh, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Stefan Gilmore, just. I just got an alert. Stefan Gilmore just tested positive. Uh, for COVID as well. So you had Cam Newton uh, last week. He, I mean, like right before the dang game, he test positive. He had to miss the Patriots versus Chiefs game. And then right after that game, now Stefan Gilmore just tests positive. He won't practice. Uh, he won't practice Wednesday and probably won't practice this week. So I wonder what's the deal with that because now you're talking about your Former defensive MVP, your best player on defense is gone. Hightower already opted out. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that could play a big part as well. But I, since we're talking about NFL, let's go and talk about that one, that, that patch chiefs. I know we got another video uh, on, and that's my bad.
0: It's uh, all, this, this, this all, this all highlights. Player. Oh, this, all, this, 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 this all Sunday highlights. So we just, you know, we just running through Sunday highlights. Big plays yeah, on Sunday.
1: That, that patch chiefs. Now, this is what I want people to realize that sometimes it is coaching sometimes your coaching has to put you in certain positions and have a game plan to where we can compete Mm -hmm. the pats cam newton test positive for COVID, has to miss the game so you got to think that whole offensive system was designed for
0: cam no doubt about
1: it He misses the game what two days two days before the game he Mm -hmm. tests positive or whatever the case may be and now you have to go with brian hoyer who Everybody that's been around Cam is in quarantine. So Brian Hoyer got the call while he was in quarantine that he was going to start. And he couldn't even see the coaches or get into the facility until like the day before the game or something like that. And then they flew same day of the game. They flew to Kansas City same day and played. And those guys played well enough to win. Man, they played well enough. And that's why I was trying to explain. I was like, y'all don't understand what the Patriots just went through. They flew that morning, got to Kansas City and played that night. I was like, that's like high school stuff. I was like, you don't do that in a professional realm. No, no,
0: no. I said, then
1: you had to change your entire offensive system just so y'all can be competitive and compete in the game. And those guys did. Brian Hoyer came in. Played okay, got benched. Jerry Stidham came in and um, played okay and had those boys in a position to where they just needed to stop uh, to have a chance to get back in the game. But obviously the Chiefs so much. But you look at defensively, they, they pretty much locked those boys down. Even even uh, Pat Mahomes came out right after the game and was like, this might have been the worst game I've ever played. And we're talking about the Chiefs who got 4-2, four, 4-3 four, receivers literally at every position. So yeah, uh, I, thought, I thought even though it was a loss, I thought the Pats – Showed a lot of resilience and mm-hmm. showed a lot of people like, hey, we are for real. Like yeah. we're telling y'all, we are for real and we are a contender.
0: Nah, I, I, I agree with you, man. The Patriots really played well on defense. Um, You look at the numbers. Pat Mahomes only threw for 236. And you know, uh, Edwards-Hilaire only ran for 64 yards and Tyreek Hill only caught uh that was the best receiver for 64 yards I mean those numbers are down down the stock market is down invest 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 (laughs) invest. (laughs) yeah because it's gonna be bigger next week trust me (laughs) (laughs) I had some money to put in that I would put it in there Uh, but um it it, it was a tough one man and I just you know it, it makes this 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 year just so different because does it put an asterisk to it at the end of the year when it's all said and done, depending on what things kind of happen? Because say if this is playoff time. Uh, and now you got you
1: yeah. Ryan, Horry, you right. Right. You to right. go against him. You don't got film. You don't have film against him. Your film is versus Ryan, Horry, and Siddham. You're right. You have to go
0: against him. And then another factor is, is if what if it comes up and he tests positive in the playoffs mm. and then can't play in that game and Kansas City wins this game like they did last night. But as we saw... It was a close-fought game, and if Cam Newton's a part of that game, does it make a difference, you know? So does it change the the way that you feel about whoever wins the championship this year, I guess is what I'm trying to ask. If if situations and issues like this continue to happen. So say Lamar Jackson doesn't play, you know, in a big game that determines home field advantage versus the Chiefs maybe at some point where they already played. Right. But whoever it may be, you know, if situations like that continue to happen, like how do we – how do, how do we crown the champion and say this is just the champion of, of – we treat it like an injury?
1: Man, I don't, I don't know. They they have to have some type of rule. Like, I get during the season, like, yeah, if you test positive, you, you're out. Mm-hmm. You got to play the backup. I get the rules during the season. But if we're talking playoffs, man, playoffs? As a, as a, even, even as a – Opponent, like say if like if I was playing with the let's just say I was playing with the Kansas City Chiefs, or you was playing with the Kansas City Chiefs, and mm-hmm. we're getting ready to play Baltimore. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it comes out that Lamar Jackson tests positive, Mark Ingram tests positive, and uh, let's just say Marlon Humphrey tests positive because they're Alabama guys. We're gonna say they tested positive. Dang, bro. So <laughs> <laughs> let's just say they tested positive. But it was asymptomatic and they're fine. They just got to be in quarantine. Uh, as an opponent, I feel like. I don't want to play that like I I wouldn't want to beat them when they're at their weakest like give me their strongest guys and let's go because you know in the NFL everybody's the ultimate competitor you don't really want to play against no team that's not at full strength I mean you might say like oh Aaron Rodgers not playing yes yeah Yeah, but at the end of the day you know how lit that game would have be if Aaron Rodgers played totally so (laughs) so uh, I think as a uh, I think the NFL got to come up with some type of new protocol for the playoffs because as a as a fan too, like how are we in the how we can how we can be in an AFC, NFC championship and then one of our best guys tests positive and we can't like like hold up. I know we're supposed to play Sunday. Let's play this thing next Friday if we gotta play it next
0: Friday. Man, play it Let's whenever get this boy
1: back on the field. But like you said, that's gonna be an issue. It's gonna be a, a, a situation and you never know, maybe they're gonna have some type of bubble uh, for the playoffs. Situation. They yeah forward. bubble type playoff to yeah. where if uh, whoever's playing who maybe travels that week and uh, stay there the whole week and be like in a bubble. So maybe maybe it's something like that. But you're right, man. That's definitely going to cause some some headaches, some confusion and a lot of anger uh, if if guys are going to have to sit out when it's clutch time for real. Yes. Yeah, like, cool. But what what if this game right here was a matter of getting in the playoffs? Right. Like what if this was the game the Pats needed to get <laughs> in the
0: playoffs? It's so much, bro. That it's crazy, you know. And we're just talking NFL, you know, at this point. But college, like, if you lose one game in college, like that is a it's factor. A it's a wrap. So, like, same with Alabama, or if they were to have some some positive tests and have to go into a game versus LSU or Mississippi State or Auburn, whoever, Georgia. You know, it hasn't happened yet. You know, we're hypothetically thinking, but it is beginning to happen in the NFL. And it looks like it's not, you know, slowing down with no, more tests and more positive coming along. And I guess my thing is, you know, Gilly tested positive. Um, what, today?
1: I just got the update right before we started talking. So I'm guessing he probably tested yesterday.
0: So my understanding is that the virus can lay dormant for, you know, 10, 14 days before you can even get tested and know that you're positive. So at this point, he's been on the plane. He's, you know, traveled all with the same team. And this was kind of what happened with the Titans. You know, they came back from Minnesota and it seemed like the whole team and and all these administrative people had it. But I think it's because they went in that close proximity of that airplane. And now we're talking... The Patriots flying back from Kansas City. I know there hasn't been any positive tests until Gillies, but I think there may be a couple more, more after yeah. that because, you know, he he may have been holding that and not knowing that he had it. And it just now showed its face, you know, on a Wednesday. Uh, you got
1: to think Kansas City has to get tested, tested now. I mean, I know they're getting tested, but right. the fact that Gillies tests positive, uh, they're probably getting retested. Even if they got tested yesterday, they're probably like, oh, snap, we Let's just played against him. You totally. know, he just had ten tackles on ten different people, and you know, you just never know. But while we're still talking about this game, shout out to the Honey Badger man. Badge. Ty got a pick six. He was all over Ed- Edelman all game, like uh, everywhere Edelman went, he was there. And Edelman probably had his worst game, had a few drops. Oh man, I got scared. The damn bird just came out of nowhere. Oh <laughs> my God. Looked Yo. like a raven. Yeah, hey, but uh, but yeah, shout out to Ty. That's our guy, man. He's Five. having another uh, Pro Bowl, All Pro type year, and I'm just happy to see that. Kansas City embraced him the way that they embrace him. And uh and he, he's having a hell of a career just like we thought he would as a rookie.
0: No doubt about it, man. He's still climbing. Uh and they and they got him on the pick early in the game, bro, which was a, a great play that he made over the top on a on kind of a double move in the scene. They yep. they, they caught him on a PI. Uh, you know, look. Man, you know, I, didn't I, a I, I, I didn't think it was either. You know, low hands. If I had my hands up in his chest and his shoulders, then yeah, yeah call, uh, Mr. Yeah. Ref. But you got to let me change direction, man. You know,
1: uh, man. And just seeing James White catch that ball, man, still prayers out to his family. That's that shows a lot of a lot of guts, man. Father pass. Yeah. Uh, A week prior, and then you get out there on the field and dedicate you playing to your father because you said that's what he would want you to do. So Mm. it took i know. I know he played with a heavy heart, man, and it was just good to see him back out there.
0: No, it really was good to see him for sure, man. And you know, prayers to your family still, bro. Um, as you continue to to heal during this time, man. You know, much love and respect, man. That was that was a big one, man. For uh, for for Kansas City to come out and get a win, uh. You know, we expected them to win, you know, especially without Cam Newton. But like you said, that defense for the Patriots bounced back um, mm-hmm. from not having such a good, you know, showing these past couple weeks, man. So interesting to see what happens, man, with the rest of the NFL and and the rest of these guys in these positive tests i don't even think the titans facility has opened back up i know they said they didn't have any more positive tests for the past two days and they're thinking about opening it up within a day or so
1: yeah that's what i was about to say i read something that was like yeah it's a possibility we can open it up in like two days and i'm just like look that's crazy that people don't even know what boys been doing Be able to go back to work
0: like i say, what you think boys been doing for the past week like if it was like you you know what i'm saying like you just got a uh, whole week I'm out sure. you got a whole bye, bro like you got
1: yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure though that it's some type of protocol teams got that meetings, we gotta shut virtual. this thing down look we got meetings at eight yeah virtual you got this you got you gotta show me that you're outside run i don't know well you probably can't go outside if you're if you're quarantine but uh <laughs> yeah i don't know but i know they probably meeting yeah but uh as far as the condition state if you don't got none at home
0: i bet it's gonna be hard to do some uh especially if you're supposed to be in quarantine yeah totally totally man but uh Fun year, man. Twenty twenty, man. Twenty twenty. Let's take Crazy, it to the bro. Where you want to go now, man? You want to go to the bubble? Since we're talking about uh, bubbles, are we going go to, to cre- create a playoff bubble in the NBA championship? Yeah. So, what do you think
1: about this? So, it's, let's just say the Lakers gonna win the championship, which they are. <laughs> so do you do Do you think that this is quick question? This bro. is a, le- this a legit finals? Like, this is a legit championship, or do you think it's an asterisk?
0: Um, I kind of agree with, you know, everybody was saying Scottie Pippen was hating and he a hater and he, you know, blah, 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 Scottie blah, blah. A, Scottie
1: mad, man. He
0: may be a little mad, bro, but <laughs> I I, I, I kind of agree with him, man. You know, it, it looks, you know, a little bit more AAU style. Um,
1: but do you like this? Do you like this style of basketball?
0: I like, a, I like it. I like the bubble. Um, I like the way the guys have been, you know, just freestyling, playing, you know, hooping, getting it in. Um, but at the same time, you know. The other championships and the travel that you have to put in and and all those things, the wear and tear of the body, I think that, you know, I I think that's a little bit different than, you know, being stationary in Orlando, which is kind of hard, too, because you're away from your family for a bunch of months as well. So, I mean, there's equal issues that you're going through, but I think getting on that plane and having those five, six, seven, eight-game road trips, you know, flying the city to city, and we know, I know when I was in Phoenix, you know, the NBA guys would be out the night before the game. You know, so I think all those factors kind of factor in as the season goes on, then, then being in this, you know, condition bubble, which is the right thing to do. Um, to to keep the positive test down, as you can see that they've not had any major issues. Even with the guys that have left the bubble and got chicken wings, they came back and was still fine. You know, but shout out the Lou, shout out the Lou. They said, uh what are they, Lou Pepper Wing?"
1: Lou, yeah, Lou Pepper Wings, Lou Pepper,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lemon
1: Pepper. But, Lou. Yeah, but yeah, that's a good point, man. I don't think people understand. Like even when, even uh, you know, when we were playing uh, professionally, you know the the travel part like the the toll that takes on your body i'm like i remember 2013 us flying from phoenix uh playing the saints and then literally leaving new orleans and flying to sarasota florida yeah and staying in sarasota florida to play against uh tampa that week just because we didn't want to have to fly back to phoenix and then another west coast to east coast trip uh back to the south but um but yeah, the wear and tear, the travel, the 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 fans in the stands, all that plays a part in winning games. Um, and I think the bubble is just isolated to where now it's just skill on skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when but when you're at that free throw line and it's, you know. Sixty thousand fans screaming, right. and everybody in the stadium is yelling at you that they hate you, they hate your colors, and all that type of stuff. You know, some people go in a shell, can't handle that type of pressure. So right. that, from that standpoint, I do, I do agree with you, uh, that I would rather the NBA get back to its normal setting. Uh, Than this I guess I was just more so speaking from a skill now You can really see how good these NBA players are because you know us as fans. We're quick to call somebody trash
0: Oh, yeah, and now now we're seeing everybody guys balling. That
1: We never thought <laughs> was gonna score in the NBA putting up 50 so, uh, you know I, I, I'm a fan of the skill on skill But like you said, I do wanted to go back to the to the old settings because pressure bust pipes And that's when you see a lot of guys fold under that pressure
0: Man, I'm telling you, a lot of guys fold under that pressure. And you know, without the fans, without that extra energy, you know, let's go back to college week one. Does Mississippi State beat LSU in LSU with those fans there?
1: Nah, because it won't. It, won't go, it was going to be some real ghosts in that stadium. I'm telling
0: you, t- <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. It's just a whole another atmosphere when, when you get in atmosphere. that type of scene. So I, I think those things have already begun to show their face without you know, COVID uh, without having the fans and, and, and those things. But, you know, NBA champion, you went down here, you know, you want it. The Lakers are probably going to win it. I saw a meme.
1: uh, (laughs) Control what you can control, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I can, that's it. Control be where your feet are, man. That's all I can control, man. But I saw a meme the other day that, uh, that was pretty funny. And and you, a father of three boys. Um, I want you to tell me what you think about this. It said that uh, I had a picture of Bronny James on there and it said that uh, he's two games away from the worst ass whooping of his life. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Yo. That <laughs> is hilarious. Bruh. Like that is that might have
1: been the funny because I saw another meme after Bronny posted the video he posted. Yeah. Uh, and if people wondering what video, I'm gonna say Bronny had a cigar. I don't know what he had. I'm gonna say he, he had a had cigar. Had a black and
0: bro. That old black. Freak that old black.
1: I saw one. I saw one meme that said. Uh, it, it, I forget the exact words, but like how this one say LeBron got two. I mean, Bronny got two games until he get the worst whooping of his life. Yeah. Before the series started, they was like, Bronny got four games. So it's been crazy to see the games go down. They been count then, them down. <laughs> and then one said it was going to be on ESPN. Oh, was gonna make, no. <laughs> I was crying. Laughing, <laughs> gonna make man. the announcement on ESPN. <laughs> ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but why are we talking about this? Jimmy Butler, man, give me your tape. Because I'm a fan. I think baller, man, now. I think I'm going to go get a jerk. Just everything he stands for. Yeah, is is like I can play with Jimmy Butler. It don't matter if we was playing football. Put Jimmy Butler on my team and we're going to win. I agree, man. Do whatever it takes.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's a dog, man. Uh, like you said, he does whatever he has to do in order to win ultra competitive um, and a great leader, man. Honestly, if you think about this Miami Heat team, they are not supposed to be in the NBA finals. No, nah. You know, and the reason they are in the NBA finals is Jimmy Butler. You know, he's been leading his team, making plays just like that down the stretch and big time games, man. And and just pushing his guys and not showing any fear. I, that's what I love about it. You know, uh, he, he's just yeah, he sees that it's the Lakers or it's the Bucks or whoever. It's just like, so we the heat. We supposed to be here, exactly. too. I mean, I, I and love that griminess about him, bro. And if, uh, so I.
1: You got to get his story. You got to
0: hear his story. Talk to me about it. At
1: at 13, mom kicked him out of the house because she said she didn't like what he looked like. Mm. So he was basically homeless at 13, said he was staying at different friends, house from teammates to classmates. He was just house to house to house. And then he goes, uh, I want to say, D2. He started D2, um, whatnot, and then ended up getting a Marquette scholarship. And he said he faxed his scholarship at a McDonald's. He faxed a scholarship at a McDonald's, I and uh, so his his mentality always been nobody's ever wanted me, mm. and uh, and that's been his theme for the Heat. You look at um, Duncan uh, Robinson, number right. fifty five, D three guy, transfer to Michigan, end up making the team uh bam you look at all those guys he he call them a a a team full of people that nobody wanted Mm. and he was like look at us now and then if you think about it jimmy butler just last season had philly one game away from the finals yeah he did you think about it you know um kawhi hit that buzzer beater shot to go to the finals and then the year before that he's with the timberwolves and he gets them in the playoffs we might not see the timberwolves in the playoffs ever again again. yeah you know so i think it's just a tribute to jimmy his style, his mentality, he don't care if he got 40. He said, as long as we win, I am okay. But all those young guys embracing thats the best thing that ever happened to those young guys in Miami is, is having Jimmy coming over there to kind of show them how to be a leader. Not and so it's true. not just one way because um, Rajon Rondo, mm-hmm. he, he was coming out talking about last year when Brandon Ingram and, and Lonzo Ball and all those boys, and he had to get on the bronze. Just think about this, Rondo, Getting on the brun about his body language mm-hmm. and we preach body language all the time, all the time. I Tell my son all the time body mm-hmm. language man Body language says everything. Mm-hmm. I had a problem with body language, you know me and uh, coach Betch mm-hmm. and, and AZ he says the wrong thing to me You can just tell him my body language that I might go off at any moment <laughs> or whatever the case may be but uh um, But he was just telling Bron, like man your body language every time these young guys do something wrong They're looking at you and mm-hmm. they see your body language as if they failed he said it's hurting their uh, their confidence, their mm-hmm. confidence. So he said he had to literally get on to Bron about that. And that's been the biggest difference from last year to this year with the Laker team. Mm-hmm. The young guys looking at Bron and his body language is different now. So they're nice. playing up to the ability that Bron believes they can play in rather than last year. Everybody's saying Lonzo's trash, Brandon Ingram is trapped, whatever the case may be. But you don't hear those inside story because that plays a part. Yeah. I mean it. If Peyton Manning throws, I remember a rookie year, Peyton Manning throws the ball to one of our young receivers uh, in Indianapolis Colts. If you drop those balls early in the year, he is not throwing to you again. Like, (laughs) like, I mean, because that's just the confidence that he's trying to build Build. in. And you got to believe, so you got to be ready to play. But I remember certain guys feeling some type of way because it might have looked like Peyton body language sometimes showed Mm -hmm. like, hey, I'm throwing it to somebody else next time or whatever the case may be. But I thought that was kind of cool. Ray John Rondo, NBA champion without Braun, you know, been on a dynasty type team with the Celtics. Now you get him over there and he's one of the major parts of them winning it this year with how he leads and how he's controlling that team.
0: No, nah, that's big, man. Uh, young players, young guys, if y'all didn't hear nothing right there, your body language, body man. Language, man. Body, body, language. body language. How you I respond? Mean, if, you're, if
1: you're playing a football game, I tell I tell the kids we train all the time. Mm-hmm. I say, you don't have to get a ball thrown on you all game. I say, that's a good thing. I say, but your body language, if I'm there watching you, recruiting mm-hmm. yeah. you, will tell me everything I need to know. I say, you wouldn't have to make one play on the ball. Right. I said, but your body language I have you run into every ball that's thrown. I right. have you trying to rip out and punch out every Mm. tackle that you get i was like don't just be out there and be dormant like get out there and be active have positive body language because it'll take you a long way
0: no doubt no doubt definitely take you a long way took my boy jp a long way to auburn and to the coats and then to az and then to baltimore and now all the way to florida man hey good body language today Boy, you yeah, mass yeah, and yeah, I had Good body, body language yesterday. I was so damn frustrated. It was probably because you was tired, bro. You had a long day tired. the listen, day listen, before. We woke up at 2. Yeah, Mind <laughs> you,
1: this Leah's plan. Nobody messes with Disney but Leah. She's the itinerary person from start to finish. So we're going to sleep. And I'm just like, all right, well, we're going to wake up 4, 5, and just hit the road, get there, whatever. She's like, no, nah, we're going to wake up at 2 and try to be out by 3.30. I said, in the morning? Like, why? Like, what are we rushing for? you know but we woke up at 2 we left about 345 we got here about uh i want to say it was 4ish uh when we got here and then once i got here i just wanted to sit down man. i ain't want to do nothing soon as they got know. in the room they're dropping bags they're hey we're going here we're walking we're gonna do this and i'm just like man let me just get some time to myself so my body language was bad yesterday it'll be better today though.
0: i already know i already know <laughs> snap back snap <Snout> back when <laughs> you're gonna have a uh today's wednesday you got one more day tomorrow you'll get a chance to watch a little bit of football for a little fix let's let's end it up on a on a, on a good note here um the first week uh the first game of week five uh the bucks and the bears man uh what we got here and 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 how are we gonna finish with both of these teams this year man man you know um
1: cam just texted and said that it looks like you're reporting live from the bubble (laughs) (laughs) guess he could see me through a room but um but hey uh i think I don't know what to think about Chicago. Defensively, they're not playing as good as I thought they would be playing right now. Yeah. They're not playing bad by any means, but I mean, I'm just used to seeing Chicago dominate the game, like literally dominate from the front to linebackers to secondary. Uh, But this will be a tough matchup. This will be a good matchup for Tampa's offense to face this type of defense because it definitely will prepare you later in the year when you get to facing those tough defenses week in, week out. I mean, you got to think that Chicago is going to come out there defensively and try to dominate the game, try to be physical up front. Uh, Khalil Mack's been playing well. I saw his PFF grade has been like at a 90 uh, but I don't think he's made the splash plays he's supposed to make yet. Mm-hmm. And if, with this being a prom time game, I think you kind of can expect Effect, yeah. Khalil Mack to 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 put on a show. Uh, but at that same time, O.J. Howard ruptured his Achilles. Mm. If if you don't have Gronk in your fantasy lineup, you got to think his targets about to go up. Him yeah. and uh, Cameron Break. Uh, I think they're gonna be down two running backs. I wanna say Fournette's hurt. I wanna say LaShawn McCoy's hurt. Yeah. Mike Evans is banged up. Godwin's banged up. Uh, so the Bucs are is fighting some injuries right now, but with the wave they got, uh winning the last few weeks, Tom's starting to get back into that that form. You know, once those first four games is done. Tom is 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 locked in, locked in as far as totally. what he know he knows exactly what they need to do to get to where they need to get to. So as long as those guys is uh, following that that captain man on that ship, doing what he directing where uh, the traffic where he needs to for those guys to go, uh, I'm gonna take Tampa in this game, and I'm gonna take Tampa by ten because offensively, Chicago don't know what the hell they're doing. I mean Nick everybody Foles. thought Nick Foles. You need he to back. keep Nick Foles as a backup. He back. Mitch Trubisky and just take him out in the second quarter <laughs> and just bring Nick Foles in because when Nick Foles is a starter, man, yeah, it never goes well for him. It's a different game. Yeah, yeah. His, his whole game is different compared to, oh, we're down 17. No problem. Put me in. I'll get us back because now he coming in and he's just letting he's it loose. fly. Right. Yeah, he's letting it fly. He's just throwing the ball, letting it fly because every time he's came in as a backup, they've been down by however many points. Mm-hmm. But when you start him, And now you get the feel of the game, the flow of the game. It's a whole different vibe. Totally. A whole different vibe.
0: Totally. Um, It's going to be a good game. Like you said, the Bears, their defense hasn't, you know, lived up to par per se. Um, The big splash plays, Khalil Matt used to him making big plays. Uh, Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller. You know, my my man Bo Jack in the back end. Eddie Jackson, used to him making huge plays. Uh, He's had a a pick, I think, but, you know, not scoring touchdowns. like like he, he's used to doing week in and week out. This may be a week that they make some splash plays here on Thursday night. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to go with you. I think, you know, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, even though they have a lot of losses, they've, you know, a lot of injuries, you know, to this team right now. Uh, the quarterback is still healthy. Um, that defense is, you know, still pretty much healthy. Um, and so I think these,
1: are playing good ball. too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think they go in here and they win this game versus, like you said, uh, Nick Foles, the starting Nick Foles. If it was the backup Nick Foles, then yeah, we sure. then we may, you know, we may <laughs> change the narrative of this story. But until he shows us the start Nick Foles is as good as the backup Nick Foles. I'm going to go with uh, Tampa Bay uh, probably, you know, seven points. It's going to be a close one, man. Closer than what we think because of gotcha. the injuries. But uh, definitely going to be a good game. Definitely going to be a good word, game. word, word, man. What what y'all got planned today? Today is Wednesday. Um, I'm going to hang out with my girls. Uh, I got a school that I'm going to go to here in Atlanta. Uh, One of the coaches wants me to come talk some ball with him, so I may take my camera up there, you know, talk some ball, high school, you know, see what they got going on. And other than that, man, get my stuff together to head to Tuscaloosa to take this COVID test, man. I leave every (laughs) Thursday morning before the sun come up, man, to go get a a COVID test to to do my job on the weekends. So – I'll be hitting the road early a.m. To, to T-Town, and I'll be in eating ribs all weekend. <laughs>
1: hopefully um, hopefully, Lane, Kiffin. Is it at, is it at T- 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 Old Miss? M- yeah, nah, T- T- nah, T- nah, no, no, no. Oh, we got to
0: yeah, go to Oxford. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Oxford upset. That's
1: going to be my upset pick. <sighs> Here, now, let me go, uh, let we we go, go watch again. their last man. game, and this hey, will be the pick. Because maybe they're, ballin', they're balling, man. Good. They was overlooking. Uh, they was overlooking some. No, nah, they won last week. Then. They won. Yeah, yeah. I told you yeah, they, they were going to beat Kentucky. They beat Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and they probably overlooked Kentucky a little bit just for you guys.
0: They they actually are playing some good ball, man. Offensively, they look uh, good, they look man. really good. The quarterbacks, they got two <laughs> <I know. laughs> two quarterbacks that are problems. Uh, the receiving you know. core. Really good. Um, so and then I know Lane I've been Kiffer, joking man. about
1: about Ole Miss and all that, but offensively, no lie, they look they look legit. Defensively, they still got a uh, they look better than they did last year defensively. I will say that, but they still got some work to do uh, defensively. But offensively, it can definitely give you guys y'all's first. Uh, major threat because you got a running style quarterback. You got quarterback that that can also throw the ball as well. Mm-hmm. So, be, a, be a it's nice gonna be interesting. And right? if it's wet, I can it's see it going off on a couple people with folks sliding and slipping, maybe missing tackles. You but let me guess, y'all, y'all don't miss vision. tackles. <laughs> y'all. Hey, that number three for y'all remind me of Kareem so much. I don't know if it's the number or what, but when he pushed the guy and he didn't go out of bounds, (laughs) I said Kareem would have done that. I was like, Kareem would have made that same
0: play. (laughs) He's athletic, man. Uh, Very talented. Um, But like you said, sometimes just have he has those those kind of lapses, man. Let me guess. He a red shirt freshman. No, he's a junior, man. So he knows Uh, better. So he's been here. He know better than that. Um, but he responded, got a pick six <laughs> afterwards. So I, I can't, I can't, I can't say nothing too bad about it, but it wasn't a great play. And he heard about it, bro. I'm talking about big time heard about it. And so he did. I'm like, I was like, what is he doing? <laughs>
1: That boy was moving fast That boy from Texas A&M was out there moving he yeah, he he was, was going to Let me just get a hand on him and Get him out of bounds who did, who did that in the NFL one year Was that Le'Veon one year They was trying to push him out of bounds with the Steelers They tried to push him out, the Bengals The, yeah, Bengals. the Steelers, the yeah. Bengals And they pushed him and he just kept on going down the sidelines
0: it's, it's, it's harder than what you think sometimes
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, De- you yeah. think that sideline, your friend, until right. it's a yard further
0: away than what you thought it was. Right. And until you, until you messing <laughs> you, with a, a supreme, optimal athlete who can, right. who can tightrope. <laughs> you didn't know it. Who body can move like this? Right. For sure. But no, but man. Yeah, yeah, y'all y'all enjoy, enjoy it, bro. Y'all
1: Wednesday. You be safe I will. on the road, and uh, hopefully, we'll have a good day here yeah. in Orlando. Sounds good, man. Hot.
0: And I'll see you Sunday in the studio. Peace up.